The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Accessing. State of search. Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the state of search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Vandenbeld and Roy Hoiskies. Hi. Good evening, everybody. Well, good afternoon in the U.S., that is. Uh, I'm Boss Vandenbeld. It's time for State of Search again. And we missed last week because I was in London. Uh, but um, And the week before, I missed it. But uh, my good friend Roy Dan did the show together with Dennis. Hi, Roy. Are you there? I'm here. Hey, bing, bing, bing. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> yeah, it's all about bing these days, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so we are, um, we're going to have a great show today. And uh, we have an, another guest, somebody I've spent quite a couple of hours with last week um, in London. Um, Mr. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. I'm going to try to do it right. Rishi Lakhani. Lakhani. Lakhani, that's it. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> Tell me, how do you pronounce your last name? Lakani. Lakani. Okay, so that's yeah. easy. Rishi Lakani. Welcome to the show, Rishi. Good to have you on. That's a nice round of applause. Uh, Rishi's. Uh, uh, well, introduce yourself, Rishi, to our uh, our listeners. You, um, um, we all know you, but there might be some people out there who don't know you. So, uh, give us a short introduction of who you are. I think the simple version of it is people assume that I'm an SEO. Uh, I'm more of a search consultant. I work with big brands to decide what's the best strategy for them, which is quite easy, to be honest, because a lot of big businesses don't know what the hell they're doing online. And that's pretty much me. (laughs) Or offline, for that matter. (laughs) (laughs) So I assume business is going good. (laughs) Yeah, it is, definitely. (laughs) There's <laughs> a lot more work got, out you, there. You, you've been in the business quite a while, haven't you? Yeah, I'd say, well, I'd say I started off about five years ago, um, uh, seriously. Before that, I was dipping in and out. I was doing a lot of small businesses here back then, when it was quite easy to rank with uh, a single um, URL, uh, keyword-based URL. So that was quite easy back then. Then yeah. uh, things started getting more difficult, so I started getting a lot more serious, spending more time online with people, learning. And uh, so, yeah, you're, you're, one of the, you're one of the people who actually uh, um, really got made good use of social media to get uh, more things going. Uh, but the thing is, and we, we talked about that last week too, that a lot of people at first thought you were a woman, right? Uh, <laughs> yes, nice. they did, actually. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had this very interesting avatar, which everyone... Uh, liked, but they couldn't get it through their heads that the avatar wasn't me, despite me telling them that it was, that's just a picture I like. <laughs> it's just 
the hot woman. Leave me alone. You should see the amount of spam I used to get through SEO inbox messages. SEO mods. Um, so many guys asking me out. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and you even use that on forums, right? So. Yeah. yeah we, uh, uh, to be honest, uh, for the first few months on Twitter, while I was still using the avatar, I had to get it on Twitter as well. Yeah, <laughs> it was a, it was a picture of a licking woman or something. Licks one yeah. woman licking something, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one. It's it a very JD common bottle. practice among among SEOs, I think, to to pretend you're a woman because everybody knows that woman will get you more <laughs> more priority <laughs> in your inbox. <laughs> and exchange links for far more easy than men. So I don't know. <laughs> Well, one thing we, which was funny, we, which we realized last week, is that Rishi had posted on uh, several forums and then using that avatar, but the avatar was connected to, uh, 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 well, what, you know, uh, how, how your avatar can be connected to um, different accounts so that uh, if, you want, if you change it on one account, it will change all over sev several places where you've been using it. And yeah. um, there was this forum where people were asking, uh, saying you're a hot woman and and, and I want to lick you, stuff like <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, th that picture has now changed back to the actual Rishi. So <laughs> the, the yeah, decided to show my ugly face instead. Yeah, they're now addressing a, a man. So that, that that's going to be funny to watch those forums uh, go, go and people uh, reading that. So that, 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 that that's a funny. That's if if you know Rishi, then um, that, be sure to to check out. Is is the, can we see the picture somewhere, Rishi? Yeah, it's it's already in the chat room. I've just put it on the. I've just put oh, it on. Okay. Yeah, and you, you gave yourself a new client as well. He kicked me out, and he said, "Well, if that was you, <laughs> I'll, I'll be hiring him." Uh, her. <laughs> So well, <laughs> why is that on SEO chicks? It's hosted there at the moment. I think there's a post about uh, SEO fakers. <laughs> Gee, wonder why? <laughs> uh, it's been used quite a lot. I think it was it was a post by uh, Sarah Carling, and I think okay, she used yeah. um, my example on there. Get that noticed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, um, <laughs> um, by the way, um, he, Rishi just said uh, he posted uh, a link to it in the chat room. Uh, if you are listening live to us, you can join us in the chat room, which is pretty filled up right now. And a lot of people, well, laughing their uh, so-called asses off uh, about what we were just talking about and a picture which Rishi showed us. So uh, be sure to join us in the chat room, and uh, you can ask questions to uh, both us and Rishi, of course, about all sorts of different stuff. Um, well, let's get into uh, uh, a few expo. It's been discussed already, also yesterday on Strikepoint uh, on uh, Dave and Mikkel's show, uh, which makes sense because <laughs> what, what happened there, <laughs> which uh, makes sense because uh, um, uh, Dave spoke at about five different sessions, I think, at a few. Uh, Rishi was also there. Um, I was there too, but Rishi saw more panels and more different stuff than I did because uh, I was speaking myself, so I was busy. Busy thing trying to get my presentation. How, in order. how many gigs did you speak then? No, I was just working on my presentation all the time. That's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, just wondering. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I actually I, got the best spot out there, the, 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 the 9 o'clock uh, shift on the second day after the party. So uh, at first I, was, uh, I thought, oh my God, nobody's going to show up. But uh, in the end, uh, the, the room was packed, so that was good. Oh, I think in the end, but in the beginning of the presentation? Well, when I started, uh, about just uh, five minutes before I started, there were five people there. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> not going to be that work. And well, the weirdest thing was they had uh, they had these session rooms which were um, on the left and the right of the big big well um, uh, floor where where all the stands all the booths were, um, but they had one podium right in the middle uh, of that room, and that's where I was speaking. So. Um, that, 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 I think that helped a little that people came in there and then saw me speak and thought, hey, I'm going to watch that. I had some cool pictures on there. So that's probably why they watched my presentation. But about five minutes into my presentation, it was, uh, it was all full. So that was, uh, that was nice. But uh, Rishi, how do you uh, think AFU Expo was this year? I think uh, it was absolutely brilliant, to be honest. Um, it was much more than I expected. Uh, it was actually quite a shame that I couldn't split myself into five because there were four or five presentations at the same time, which I would have really liked to have made it to. And I yeah. had to basically just juggle and decide which one to go to, but there were some really strong presentations this year. Yeah. Well, you, did you focus on the uh, on, on the SEO ones, or uh, did you also go see your stuff? I mixed stuff? it up a little bit. I mean, uh, some of the affiliate ones were a bit basic because I knew who the people were presenting. I know what they were going to talk about. Luckily, I caught up with a few people beforehand. Uh, for the SEO ones, actually, the SEO ones were more advanced than I've seen at some ordinary SEO conferences. So that was a massive bonus. Patrick Althoff's yeah. presentation was really good. Um, I think uh, Richard Baxter from SEO Gadget, he did a brilliant yeah. job on site architecture. Um, the negative SEO side of things was quite good. I mean, I missed Bass's, unfortunately, because I, uh, I was a last-minute standing to moderate a panel. But... Um, uh, I think I, I saw the stuff that Bass put out, and I really would have liked to get to that one as well. Yeah, I wrote a post on that today, by the way. So uh, for people awesome. who want to see that presentation, it's up on Set of Search today. Um, as far as I could see, I wasn't there, and, and I followed a little bit of the topics, and there wasn't that much tweeting about the presentations, I think, but uh, there was quite some extensive blog coverage from it. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's also because the the, the 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 Wi-Fi wasn't always very well, so okay, there were some issues yeah, with dying. Wi-Fi, which, which is the case on almost every conference, uh, I think. Um, yeah, so, it's it's hard it's hard for 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 well, conference room to to, to be prepared for <laughs> a whole digital <laughs> army of people who want to use uh, <laughs> Wi-Fi, uh, yeah, a, a lot more than than they used to, so. Yeah, and they're not using it on one on one laptop anymore. They're using it on a laptop, on their iPhone, on their uh, iPad. They're, they've got three, four machines and all connected to the Wi-Fi. So uh, where you used to have 100 people and then your Wi-Fi was full, you now have 30 people and your Wi-Fi is full. So I mean, that the makes thing it. that made it extra, extra difficult was because, because it's quite a remote location, the 3G coverage is quite bad as well for iPhones. I mean, yeah. I was running two iPhones and my laptop. So uh, <laughs> I think it's just absolutely killing stuff. Yeah, no, totally. Agree. Um, which was the best one? You think? Oh, from my point of view, um, I think the most insane one, the one that really, really caught my eye, was the negative SEO one. I think <laughs> people just don't concentrate enough on protecting 
businesses from things that can actually go wrong. Yeah. Um, and actually, following on to that one, we had, uh, uh, Sam Crockstar uh, uh, did, uh, uh, did, did a presentation that I was moderating on uh, competitive edge. And then live, I was doing, I'd, I ran a search on Google for um, dev dot in URL dev dot, right? And it's amazing to see how many people leave their developer version of the sites or their uh, staging sites open to search engines. So it's easy access. So I think that's quite important to look out for, protecting your site from every angle, because that is, there's a lot of happening. It is, yeah. Yeah, I I really like the uh, um, uh, the negative uh, negative SEO one too. The Sam one was right when I was speaking, so I missed that one. Yeah, it was at the same time, yeah. um, The negative SEO, it's also, the, the, the thing that struck me the most actually is that it's not just SEO which can screw up your SEO, so to speak. So negative SEO is not just about ranking for stupid stuff. It's also no. about messing up your competitors' uh, way of working by, right. by just getting them off guard. You know, Dave, Dave said one of the things he said was, uh, well, what happened was that people started calling for uh, uh, for. Uh, SEOs working at a uh, competitor's office, uh, pretending they were going to hire that uh, that SEO, so that the company, the competitor's company, would be well uh, mixed up. Like, oh, is that guy leaving? Oh, what what's happening here? So, just screwing things up. And and one of the best. Yeah, basically, ones I- that's that's basically what they were saying. Say, uh, just keep the the SEO staff busy with other things to worry about rather than SEO. Yeah, and you just exactly. completely kill them. Yeah, exactly. And one of the funny things in that was what Paul said. He was he, he found a way you could uh, check in on Foursquare. Other people, uh, other people like for example, directors from a company. They tend to uh, have uh, people from their company checking them in into s- separate locations. So they kept checking in uh, uh, owners or, or big 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 time SEOs from s- different companies uh, on places which were well uh, to say the least well strange for competitors offices but you could also check them in on I don't know uh, um, uh, some of the, uh, the, the, the strange places you don't want your wife to to think you really are you know if you know what I'm talking about church exactly. and huh? yeah. imagine being checked the yeah. managing director being checked into a strip club every morning yeah <laughs> Like they have. They'll, they'll be worried more about that than their SEO. Trust me. Yeah. So because that's that that was the almost whole thing. Yeah. And the chat room. Somebody saying Bomber just checked in at Google HQ. HQ. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those, those kind of things. It just checking in 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 SEOs from other companies on on different places and yeah, getting them to 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 worry about other stuff than actually. Uh, optimizing for your for their clients, so keeping them busy. That that was that it was fun to to watch that presentation. To be honest, it was. I mean, uh, and the fact is, I mean, I work with three of the four people there, so I know what they're capable of, and it just made it a lot more scary for me to see actually that these guys have got some insane brains. I know that's what. I mean, it was an affiliate conference. It wasn't an SEO conference, but and. I think a lot of SEOs tend to be ethical in what they're trying to do, especially if they're representing big brands. But with affiliates, they're representing themselves, so there's nothing stopping them from actually 
going down the route of social engineering, for example. I've just dropped a link to that post on there. But, um, for example, it doesn't necessarily mean going down the route of hacking and doing something illegal. You could con people into doing stuff that could bring down the business, but you yep. benefit as a result. Yeah, and also getting them uh, uh, doing stuff which ma ha makes that they have to do stuff which is illegal. Yeah, uh, I see you uh, put, put a uh, link to your post out uh, on, on yeah, your explicit.me um, uh, website, uh, which is uh, your blog, which you blog on regularly. Uh, yeah. uh, go check that out uh, because there's a lot of good content on there, which Rishi uh, not only on A4U wrote, but uh, it's good stuff. Uh, it was a it was a session, by the way, which we're talking about with not just Dave uh, Naylor, but also, uh, of course, Marcus was there. Who was actually, to to be really honest, Marcus was the nice one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was. He kept telling Dave off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Dave was going wild, and Paul was like, "Oh yeah, we can do that stuff like that." And and I think <laughs> there's, a, I think there's a bit of a difference. I think the UK market is way more aggressive than than the German one or the. Um, well, for instance, the, the the Dutch one. I mean, it, this isn't. Well, I, I could say with ninety nine percent sure insurance that, that this isn't the case in Holland at all. I mean, no, this is this isn't happening but over here. I'm the, I'm glad it Dutch, isn't. But the, the Dutch wouldn't dare. <laughs> no, but that's the problem. I think the Germans don't do it as well because well, penalties in Germany are way bigger uh, from from a legal standpoint as well uh, than than there are in the UK, I guess, or at least there's more competitive. Uh, a competitive edge in the UK, but I think in, it's not that hard. Well, it's not hard. Uh, it's not that that the, the landscape isn't isn't that hard in Germany or the Netherlands. I think. But. I mean, I think the the penalties exist in the UK. And they're actually quite severe. The problem is most businesses don't have proper legal representation to be able to know that they can do something about it. To be very honest, the ah, legal okay. representation of the online field in the UK. It's pretty much in its infancy compared to the rest yeah, of the world. That, that's pretty tight in, in, in Germany because if you run a website, you have to use an Impressum. And if you're not using an Impressum, everybody can sue you for that. Uh, at, I mean, everybody could, could, could send you an Abmahnung, as they call it. And then you're going to get sued uh, civilianly, but by civilians, I guess. And, and they yeah. could, uh, and you're going to get in, in, in court for with a civilian because you're not obeying the law. So you're... <laughs> If you're not putting it on there, or you're doing anything uh, illegal, uh, it's, they're going to come after you, and they're going to come after you pretty fast, I think. So, yeah. I mean, we've had some, well, nice letters as well, and, <laughs> and well, that was the only country in Europe we get letters from, so hmm. it makes, makes you think. <laughs> well, the Germans are more uh, careful uh, in, in, in more ways. Yeah, it's more with the privacy and, and the whole, I mean, it's it's just... They're more punctual and everything, and and it 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 turns out pretty good for them, I think, in 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 this part. Although I think there's a lot of happening, there's a lot lots of stuff happening in Germany as well. But I think it's not that that hard as, as in the UK. I, I think at least it's all always UK people. I hear about this stuff, and it's never the Germans. I mean, there's some some black ad stuff going on in Germany, but it's mostly but you're getting it, links and stuff. You know, it could be that the Germans are just not telling, and that the British are yeah. open, more open. <laughs> they, they brag more. I think huh? the British, and, and the British will actually the, talk that's about the uh, most of keeps this his is mouth shut. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it until I've done it in the past. I don't think a lot of site owners in the UK realize the number of .ac sites, like uh, the uh, the UK's version of the EDU sites. So many of them are hacked. It's unbelievable. But 
it's only recently, or I think it was last year sometime, when the police took interest in all the sites that were selling fake goods. But they didn't do anything else apart from the fact going straight down and shutting the sites down. There's so much more they could have done as first start, to be honest. But the, I think the legal uh, advice part of the UK, people don't understand that. It's, the web doesn't mean that people can be excluded from penalties. In the UK, they are quite strict penalties, just people don't try and enforce them. And there are a lot of fakers also in the UK, because I, I can see about 10 Critchlow brothers in the chat room right now. For example. <laughs> one of, one of, one of I don't actually think any of them are in there. <laughs> <laughs> that that was one of the uh, I think we're going to go to commercials in a minute but that was one of the funny things also in the um, uh, on the AFU is that uh, Will Critchlow uh, when he was on stage uh, they kept referring to him as uh, uh, one of the Milliman brothers the uh, the Labour Party uh, <laughs> brothers who are now uh, in charge of the Labour Party at least one of them is <laughs> that, that was funny too <laughs> but you had to have been there I guess <laughs> anyway I think uh, it's about time to hit, hit our first break if uh, if I'm correct uh, with that Brasco um, we're going to be back after break to discuss uh, more AFU stuff and also uh, some other stuff uh, about what's going on uh, in the world of search here in Europe with our lovely accents okay we'll be right back after this break State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Hi, this is Joel Kamm. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. $250,000 in cash prizes and all year long revenue share is what you can win when you enter the 2010 Internet Marketing World Cup competition. All competitors are rigorously screened to ensure the best competition and the best possible results. Before you tell others how to make it work for them, prove that your system actually works. Build your reputation in the competition that puts your system to the test and proves you are the best of the best. Sign up at www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. That's www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. Registration ends soon, so put your system to the test today. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Traffic. Leads. Money. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only 
on webmasterradio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hello, welcome back to the second part of the State of Search show. We're talking to Rishi Lakhani today, uh, who is now going to perform for us in Indian. Uh, <laughs> that's what the chat room's asking uh, him to do. Uh, are you originally Indian, uh, by the way, uh, Rishi, or did you were you completely British born? I was born in Kenya, actually, East Africa. Oh, but my <laughs> that's a little bit grandparents of uh, and my my dad's from India. Originally. Oh, your dad's from India. Okay. Yeah. And you so, were born uh, in, can, in Kenya and then moved Indian to the UK. Quite well, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, what's that? I'm just wondering whether I should. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, again, if you're listening uh, to us live, come and join us in the chat room, which is, which is uh, a good fill-up uh, today. We're talking uh, uh, a few and all sort of other stuff. Um, one thing uh, you mentioned before the break, uh, which was a good presentation, is the one from uh, Patrick Altoff, uh, who yeah. was uh, actually the last presentation of the day, I think, uh, uh, at A4U, or at least the last one we saw. Um um, he talked about uh, advanced link building strategies uh, for affiliate sites. Um, what struck me there is that it was so advanced that it might have been even a bit too advanced for some people. Um, I talked to a couple of people after the uh, uh, after the presentation, and they came up to me and they said, "Well, um, yeah, I just saw, listened to Patrick. The great presentation, and uh, you know what? Um, we don't need to to uh, uh, just go for that few good links. We need to go for as many as possible because that's what Patrick just told us." And I was like, <laughs> "Great, that, that's yeah. like the best strategy out there for any SEO to do." Yeah, I was, anything bad you like, and it's going to make my job a lot easier. <laughs> I know a pretty. Well known and pretty good as you. Actually, this is a problem I think with a lot of conferences um, that don't define expert and basic strategies. Um, yeah. Patrick's presentation actually was absolutely brilliant um, yeah. about identifying um, the strength of brand links over gener- uh, generic anchor-based links. Yeah, exactly. Because that that, that's what I, what I said to the guy. No, that's not what he said. He was talking about yeah. brands. Yeah. And uh, people didn't understand. I don't think a lot of people understood. The people who don't, haven't done link building themselves, the people who don't spend a lot of time online, uh, especially on SEO themselves, uh, wouldn't have got the gist of that. But it was absolutely, I think it was probably one of the best technical presentations of the, of the event. I mean, the demonstration, he pulled out some real-life examples. I went back home and verified them, and actually, uh, they're, they're bang on. So, but the problem is, people sometimes don't get it. True. Um, yeah. And this is the risk. Sometimes clients don't get it either when you're trying to explain to them, and they read something random on online and say, "Oh, this so and so site said this." And uh, I've still seen to this day, I've got an IT directors come to me and come and say, "Oh, did you know we our keyword density sucks?" <laughs> I didn't know what to say. <laughs> just because he read it somewhere I mean the next person who brings keyword density to me I think I'm probably going to hit them with a baseball bat oh, nice <laughs> don't forget to jam a spike in it as a, in there a nail in but it. the next time I'll, I'll literally go to them sorry but I don't know what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> I build links very cheap yeah <laughs> I buy you lots of links yes yes <laughs> I, can, I, can, I, can I get your number one in Google <laughs> 
it's oh. unbelievable. It's, but it's, yeah, it must be so hard for you to do to send out emails and people if you, <laughs> if they don't know you looking at the name, judging you by that, isn't it? Or is it just <laughs> me having that with Indians in general? <laughs> oh <Yeah>. man, <laughs> Rishi's meals always end up in the spam box. The problem, yeah, <laughs> together with all the other pastry ones. Right. <laughs> now, yeah, <laughs> it's hard for that, but. But still, I mean, you, 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 hit a, you hit an interesting point, point there, Rishi, because that, that's what's happening a lot in, in both conferences and also because of the, the, the many blog posts which are out there, is that uh, people tend to trust the first thing they see or read. Yeah. It's, they don't look it up. I mean, um, like, <laughs> sorry, Kenny's making me laugh. Um, <laughs> he, he does. <laughs> oh, well, the, the whole chat room is cracking up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think you should make but, a soundboard of that, and it's going to make great link bait. Just make intense <laughs> samples, put, hit a button, and just to be honest, crack something out. I could almost start up a website called Keyword Density Experts and have me talking in an Indian accent. I reckon that'd do quite well. Oh, <laughs> something like that. It's going to be fun. <laughs> we are number one specialist. You buy 20 domains, all full with keyword density. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, yeah, it's misinformation in there, and we need to get people to um, to understand or be able to sift between the good information and the bad information. I mean, like take for example, SEOmoz is a great site to be on, right? Good information on there. But if you stumble upon a post in 2006 on SEOmoz, you can't use that as gospel anymore. SEO changes. Yeah, true. But but how do you? But it's it's the first thing people see, so how the, can they know which is right or wrong? They don't. I mean, on posts. No, no, they don't. But they don't have to. I mean, it, <laughs> I'm, I'm to be honest. Look, market. if you've hired a specialist, right? Sorry. If if you if you've if you've hired a specialist, then you've got to be able to trust your specialist. Now, yeah. if you if your client doesn't have trust in you, but has trust on a random post on the internet they've stumbled upon or someone sent to them, then you are doing something wrong. I always tell SEOs, look, it's your responsibility to instill uh, some sort of comfort between you and your clients. And you need to maybe spend more time strengthening that relationship before you actually even try and do SEO for them. Actually, yesterday I had this whole conversation on Twitter and... um, you had a talking about pro- on Twitter, yeah, 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 <laughs> something like that. And it, it's about pro uh, being proactive on on the customer. And um, well, I know I know there's a company who said, well, well, it's not in our contract, so we don't have to be proactive with you. Um, okay, <laughs> is that what they actually said? That's actually they came back on it three times because they couldn't find it back in the contract and kept asking where was it in the contract. So I was like, what? <laughs> this is not the whole idea of being proactive. You just, I mean, proactive is like consultative selling. If you see something great and you can make more hours for that because you see a big advantage, you have to explain the advantage and create your consultancy hours for that. Yeah. I mean, it's not being proactive. It's sell, it's selling your business, selling your service. But, uh, well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, uh, it's, it's insane. I mean, even today, like on SEOmoz, um, uh, they put out a post, post that went main, main blog uh, a couple of days ago. And some of the comments that I got as a result, I mean, some of them were really good. And some of them actually 
it seems to me that the guys who are commenting on that post still didn't get what I was trying to say. It was about SEO ROI, ROI and someone was saying, well, actually, small businesses don't have the time or they, they can't do that. But I said, well, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm saying if you want to run a decent SEO budget, you need to have some sort of process in place to work out what the best return is. And... Um, it just is if people within our industry sometimes misunderstood misunderstand what you're trying to say then what what chance do people have um uh people outside the industry have yeah but is is it our fault or is it the fault of of google making it too difficult i mean uh, if you look at google's giving out the right advice people can it's just people being ignorant that they're being fooled in yeah, and trapped people are into being ignorant, but this is this is the situation to to the general public i mean to everyone the internet isn't what we see i mean as SEOs, we need to step back and realize yeah, that but, but why should they people be don't need the internet as being, heavily as we do no i agree but why should they be on the number one spot then or at least in the top 10 if they don't don't get anything of the whole internet i mean why 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 get their business online in the first place? I mean, you're, di- you're I mean, dying like really if you don't want to add up to it. I don't know how it. to drive a Ferrari, but I want to own one. Yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> you can look at it. And it's much cheaper to do. <laughs> you can sit in it. Yeah. And if it doesn't have to run, it's going to be a lot cheaper for you to do so. Now, but yeah. I, I, the, the point is, what I'm trying to make is, I mean, if you're, you're not willing to learn how the internet works, um, why should you get the advantages of it then? There is no need for you to get the advantage if you don't get what's happening. So I think it's 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 um, it's, it's a free world, and if people don't want to spend their time reading about what, how they can reach uh, good domains and how they can find out a good SEO or a yeah. good PPC company that doesn't trick you in anything, I mean it's your own choice. You're with it when you're choosing people, and it's not my my problem if they choose not very wisely, is it? <laughs> Well, I'll give you an example. Uh, <laughs> I think someone just put on uh, the chat room. I don't know how a car works, yet I can drive. Right? So, yeah, from sure. a business you, point you, of but view... But you can fill a CMS system, but you don't have to build a CMS yeah, system, is it? Exactly. But you've got to understand what it lets you do. Right? Um, yeah. But again, you take it back. The internet has grown so far, so quick, that people who had businesses who maybe started them five or ten years ago, for them, it's almost like a head smack. It's brand new to them still. And where do they start learning? You know, they, they, there's a certain time in your life where you stop being able to absorb everything. You're running a business. You don't have time to learn something. The problem here, I think, is not about them understanding. The problem here is actually to getting them to trust what you're saying to them. Because if I was to run, let's say, a massive uh, newspaper campaign, right, um, I don't... As, as a consultant, I need to advise my client which is the best way to do it, but why you do it. Not say, oh, you need to build links. That's it. End of story. You know, and I think that's what happens a lot within an industry. We don't take the time to explain to our clients why we need X thousand more links or why you need more content. I've seen reports coming out from SEO saying you need more content on your site. Why? What content? Specify it in detail. What's that going to get me? That's that's because there are too many SEOs out there who just want to go for the quick money. Yeah, the absolutely. good ones, the good ones don't do that. No, no. I mean, there are other SEOs that have given me thirty-two page reports on a question I've asked them just on the off chance. 
and that's brilliant as well. Do you know what I mean? But there's, there needs to be. We don't have standards in a certain way. I mean, this whole SEO standards thing. I know it's an old hat conversation, but we need to have some sort of basic agreements within amongst our businesses or organizations, consultancy, whatever. That an average c- a client will get these many reports. This is what we're going to specify in the report. Over and above that, we will occasionally send them pieces and snippets of information that will help them understand what they're reading. So you're saying that every SEO should um, uh, say, okay, I'm going to give out that many uh, reports for a, a, a mediocre client? Because well, not every SEO works on a report basis. No, I, no, I mean, no, I actually I'm talking about I'm talking about when you have like another example where Bass came up saying that this person came up to him and say, oh, they, they completely misunderstood. Actually, yeah. with a client like that, sometimes you have to sit down and if you have to waste time, if that client is worth money to you or worth the time and effort, you need to sit down and explain to them what this person was saying. You need to uh, take responsibility for that action. Because otherwise, the more you try and not explain things to clients, the less they're going to understand you in the long run. And mm-hmm. that leaves you open to being replaced by someone else who cheats the client into saying, oh, your SEO is doing absolutely nothing. We'll build you a thousand links overnight. Yeah, and we'll get you most, most of the clients want to be cheated in something else. They don't want to know. They don't want to care. They actually only want to have the number one spot. Well, I say, go ahead. Go with the snare girl salesman. <laughs> Spend your yeah, money those are the kind of people I, I wouldn't want to work with. You're I mean, I'll try to. In, in my them. way, of, uh, between me and the top 10, uh, go away, <laughs> go do something with the snake girl, and I'll report you to Google if necessary. I'm pretty easy on that one. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, you're pretty easy anyway. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I, mean, I wouldn't work with someone who I've tried to teach, to be honest, and they haven't taken on stuff. I agree. You have to be honest, but it, it yeah. is not a, a reason for me to tell them what to do with their site. I mean, what they want to do with their site. And I think if you sh- you sh- you have you need a driver's license to drive the car. I mean, you need <laughs> to know. I mean, when when you get in Holland, you have to drive a car. You need to know. Open up the pop the hood. You know, you need to know where you can fill up the oil, the the water, um, and and the basics of how a car works. Yeah, well, it's it's, that, a, it's you know it's, for a website as well. Yeah. It's a yeah. bit of both worlds, of course. If if a client comes to you and and he doesn't know what he's talking about, he's he's telling rubbish. You don't say, okay, go away, find someone else, and just try it there. You try to explain it first. Oh, Agree. And if he, if he then doesn't listen, then you can say, okay, then he's, probably, decide, he's yeah. probably going to say you're too expensive, and because I because I have to explain him four <laughs> hours in a week because what he needs to do. And he said, well, you're expensive. Yeah, I know because you don't know your ass from your elbow. And it's fine with me if you don't know that. And I don't want to teach you about it. But you have to pay yeah. me for it to teach you that. Yeah. yeah I'm, well, I'm, it's not free. I, I can understand. So forever, I mean, everyone. way back in 2008 when I was still doing like small business SEO, I mean, uh, I did a post on Numos. I think I put out a link just now. Um, and I was basically covering exactly this this point, saying, well, it depends. I mean, there are some clients who you can't work with who just want to treat you like employees actually as an SEO consults for them you can't be treated mm-hmm. like an employee you have to be a partner because yeah. it's both of well, you have to work uh, together to get it working yeah well that's that, that's the thing well um, I'm, I'm um, um, yeah, I think I can talk about that now because a lot of people know it um, I'm what the hell, boss? Are you dropping off your shoe? Or what is happening? <laughs> no, that I, I told you about my headset. <laughs> it's the falling part. <laughs> my, 
<laughs> Sorry about that, people. Um, um, the hats, <laughs> hats had fall off. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, I, I'm going to have to recover from this one. <laughs> We're going to go to a break. <laughs> Maybe we should go to a break indeed. <laughs> and then talk about the final part of the show. After break, I'll, I'll discuss what I wanted to say then. Uh, Resco, can you take us to the commercials? State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. $250,000 in cash prizes and all year long revenue share is what you can win when you enter the 2010 Internet Marketing World Cup competition. All competitors are rigorously screened to ensure the best competition and the best possible results. Before you tell others how to make it work for them, prove that your system actually works. Build your reputation in the competition that puts your system to the test and proves you are the best of the best. Sign up at www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. That's www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. Registration ends soon, so put your system to the test today. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hi, welcome back to the final part of the State of Search show. We are having a... An excellent show so far. I can, uh, I'm, it's my opinion at least. Um, we're having uh, Rishi Lakani as our as our guest. Uh, been talking about uh, all sorts of different stuff. If you expo, how uh, companies should or should not work, and um, we're going to talk about that a little bit more in this final part. But I want to make an announcement first because, um, well, it's not an announcement actually, because a lot of people know already. But I think it has to be said on radio because. Um, um, She's been a guest on our show uh, several times. She's one of the founders of State of Search. And uh, I can happily say that uh, Miss Lisa Myers uh, gave birth last week to a beautiful daughter girl uh, at, uh, at her, well, at the hospital she was born. Um, uh, it's Isla Grace Myers who was born uh, last week. Big baby, 
but uh, both uh, mom and dad are <laughs> a little bit over time. So <laughs> bit, yeah, so it was two weeks late almost. So uh, um, uh, as you see, can, we we can discuss any topic in this uh, in this show. Uh, but I wanted to uh, congratulate Lisa and John, of course, with uh, uh, with this big news uh, for them, uh, which happened last week. So that was good. And John actually is moving jobs. Did you hear about that, Roy? Yeah, he's going to Yahoo. Yeah. I'm going to bitch to him about it. Yeah. Yahoo not rolling out anything, any crap over here in the rest of Europe. <laughs> 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 Get him onto the show. <laughs> yeah. So we, we finally have someone at Yahoo who can... Uh, <laughs> we can no we people can, at uh, Yahoo we can complain to. Yes. <laughs> we have, to we have people at Bing. Bing. <laughs> and I don't think that's worked in our favor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know I hope no Carson's not listening. <laughs> Yeah, but we know somebody at Bing, but he's way too kind to complain to. So that's not well. That's not working for me yet. <laughs> I mean, Mel is a great guy. So no, Mel, well, to be fair, John, Mel's not at Bing. He's got nothing not to do. No, no, he's not not anymore at Bing. He no, was at the ad center part, at the advertising part. So yeah. it's not really really Bing. But there was a little bit of news about Bing. Well, maybe we should drop into that because well, <laughs> it, it it was kind of big news. They got the same trick as Google has with Twitter right now. <laughs> Or is it just saying that too easy? Uh, well, they integrated. They, they, they made a deal with Facebook last week, where they uh, um, uh, they're now showing Facebook results, and that's of course something which Google has been wanting for a while now. We've seen uh, Marissa Meyer and Eric Schmidt complaining about the fact that Google was not able to index Facebook uh, uh, a couple of times in the past weeks. And they must have known that something uh, uh, was up there with with uh, um, with Microsoft, and uh, we already knew that they were in, in extensive talks, and they all already, of course, had a deal about uh, being powering the Facebook search within Facebook. But now they're also powering um, uh, outside, so you can actually find Facebook results within Bing. Damn thing! It's in the U.S. only again. Of course, <laughs> like of course. everything else at Bing and at Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's sad. But uh, it, it could be potentially huge. But it isn't now, but it could be potentially huge because, of course, Facebook is growing like crazy. I, I do think, I mean, if you look at a Twitter, I mean, you have to put in some, well, uh, better, uh, real some real-time topic to get the Twitter results from it. So um, with the more stupidness of the Bing search results, at least over here, I mean, it's it's a bigger chance that you're just going to include Facebook stuff in every result you're going to see, is it? Or is it just yeah, me but there's a, big there's a big difference between Facebook and Twitter in, 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 in one thing, which is that um, where Twitter is just updates, uh, you also have the updates on Facebook, but you also have got uh, fan pages and uh, that, that kind of stuff. And um, So it's not just the wall postings which will be indexed and will be published on the web. It's also uh, other stuff which is well, around different um, uh, uh, topics on Facebook. So it's more than just the updates, and that can make a difference. I mean, there's a lot of content on uh, uh, um, Facebook at the moment. I mean, yeah. if if that uh, gets opened up, uh, yeah, but how much of that content is, is new content. new to people? I mean, how much of the, the stuff it's on not Facebook new is new to people, but it's new to the uh, to the index? Yeah, a lot of that is content that is quite new because it's made up of hundreds of bits of people's individual conversations, which is like content nowhere else on the web. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah but that, that's back to the status updates again. 
But if you're if you're dropping the status updates and if you're looking at a general Coca-Cola fan page, I mean, how much is that different of of the re- regular Coca-Cola fan page? I mean, yeah, you sure you want to connect to it, but it's not. I see a lot of people regurgitating content on Facebook, which well, it's but it's, that, it's but on that's a, like a lot of saying as well. Yeah, but that's like I mean, saying my point of view is that if Facebook's content is opened up heavily, right? I mean, I was tweeting about this about two, three months ago when I noticed Facebook doing a lot of search engine optimization. They're grabbing people's updates and statuses, cross-linking them to common words and creating whole pages about them, auto-generating that. Uh, that's an old-school black hat way to create unique content, isn't it? Only thing is, this yeah, content has been seen in the SERPs before, so it's not seen as black hat, but it's automated content pulling off from other people's bases and creating one unique page. You're absolutely right. That page helps absolutely no one. There's no useful information. It's just people putting their comments and thoughts. So yeah. I don't think Facebook pages or Facebook content is useful to anyone. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that, guys. It, it, it's, it's not, I think I, I agree with that. I mean, it's not that useful as as what it should be. I mean, it's nice to find a fan page of Coca-Cola, but uh, on yeah. Facebook. But I mean, it's sure it's going to be helpful if you're looking for a Facebook Coca-Cola page. But how many people are don't know from? I mean, for a lot of people, Facebook is the internet uh, right now already. Yeah. So yeah. for for those people, they're going to look. Actually, they're going to search into Facebook for Coca-Cola, Facebook. and it's fine if they if they look for that. It's going to be. I, I think that the next step for Facebook, they want to try to do is get the likes of of pages on the internet back into Facebook. I mean. Facebook isn't isn't the one to open up a lot of that, stuff. That's it's, that's what they're already doing. Yeah, if, that's if, what they're doing. If, I mean, if, you, if you're looking for it, it it's it, what, what was it on a for you? It was like seven. You need seven likes to get in there. Yeah, in? That, well, Kritcher well, yeah. uh, told in his presentation that you only need about seven likes on a seven. specific page to get into the Facebook results if people search for a specific uh, uh, keyword, Product. which is yeah. And actually, as part of that test when we ran it, we ran it and. It was a matter of 30 seconds, and it was there. Mm-hmm. Sweet. That's, that's, that's nicely fast, as fast as Google is. And it's probably even, well, I don't know, if it's, is, it, is it faster than Bing does? Or is it just about the same time <laughs> as Bing? It, was, it, was it, is, it is Bing. That is, it is Bing. It is, it, that is Bing or, as well. Bing, okay. yeah. I mean, okay, literally, I'm saying 30 seconds, I was there. I mean, all it did was, we were around the table, and he's like, like this page, let's see what happens. And he was there. Sweet. So, um... I've seen it work. The best thing I'd say is create about uh, two, three spammy profiles and then get four or five other friends to like it. And you'll see those results showing up. Yeah. I I, I, I didn't catch if Will actually tested how much traffic it gave him. I don't know, to be honest. I didn't check that. Um, but we were running this test literally around the A for you, uh, the table at lunchtime. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, a, a it was quite an interesting to see because that that really means that uh, well if if you're quick now you can actually uh, because you're one of the first uh, get get into the Facebook search results pretty quickly. Which yeah, is, first mover advantage is always the best thing to be honest. Yeah, true. Okay. A little bit. I think we should drop a little bit back to the negative SEO again I think because I mean yours put out a, if, they, if we want to talk about this I mean yours put out a great blog post today yeah about, we got two minutes uh, about two minutes or uh, so. that's, that's a smart one and then we're going to say yeah. follow Yoshi's show because I guess he's going to talk a little bit about this on the show tonight and it's in two hours from now it's 11 o'clock in on 12 uh, CET and it's well 
That's 10, 10 o'clock in the UK. Yeah, 10 o'clock in the UK, and it's going to be 4 o'clock in the US Eastern time, I guess. Uh, try to follow that, because it's, it's going to be, I think he's going to talk a little bit about it, but um, there is this plugin called BlockPress SEO plugin, which will put you into a link scheme. And, yeah, well, I just posted the link out there. Yeah, it's going to put you into a link scheme. Um, it's not good. Matt doesn't like it. I mean, it's just from any SEO who looks at it says, well, ouch, this is an accident waiting to happen. Um, it's going to put hidden links in your footer as well. It's going to email from your blog to people so everybody knows you're in, or at least the, the, the publisher knows you're in uh, in this network. Um, it's not a pretty picture. Uh, if you're using WordPress and, and you use SEO WordPress, uh, SEO plugins, uh, try reading them. I mean, this is the yeah. advice I give to everybody who's installing. Be careful. Yeah, especially SEO plugins because I mean we talked about snake oils and black ads. Well, they're on WordPress plugins as well, so yeah. be aware of that as well. Great. Uh, we're going to end this show, uh, so that's a good uh, cliffhanger for uh, the show of Yoast. Be sure to check that out, which is later on tonight. And uh, we've also got, as uh, Bresco said, an SEO Rockstar live tonight at 9 p.m. Uh, uh, European time, 10 p.m. Uh, no, 10 p.m. European time, 9 p.m. in the UK, uh, where they're discussing European SEO strategies with uh, uh, Jacob Hageman, which is a Danish SEO. Um, Rishi, thank you very, very, very much for joining us on the show. We hope to have you back uh, soon. Um, really enjoyed it. Uh, and uh, uh, people can find you on Twitter at Rishil, R R I S H I L. Um, uh, you, you won't find the beautiful woman anymore because uh, it's still uh, it's his, his uh, regular picture now. Um, and you also blog on um, explicit explicitly.me. Uh, I'll put the links also on uh, State of Search and also the links we discussed tonight uh, on the show notes so you can find those there. Thank you very much everybody for listening. Uh, If you're listening to this show uh, live, you can also download us uh, on iTunes and if you are listening uh, on a downloaded version, you can listen to us live every 8pm Tuesday here in Europe which is 7 in the UK and 2pm on the East Coast and 11 a.m. on the West Coast in the US. Uh, Thanks again Roy thanks again Rishi and uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Bye bye Cheers guys, bye.